For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joints and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Join Bishop Edward Butchie as he brings you the engrafted word of truth, which is able to save you, transform you, and guide you to become a stronger Christian with a deeper relationship with the Lord. This teaching is anointed, down to earth, and full of practical wisdom for your Christian life. Bishop Edward Butry is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills and a seasoned minister of the Word. He currently pastors the Poimen Church in the Gambia. Join Bishop Edward Butry for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. Quick to listen, or quick to obey, quick to understand. Father, help us all this morning. Of all that you have been teaching us, Lord, let our hearts not be grounds that are stony grounds, that yield no fruit, that receiveth not a seed. Grant us mercies and bless us through your word. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Be seated, everybody. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Okay. Everybody see that? Where's Sam? You are doing interpretation? Okay. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews chapter 7 from verse 1. I'm still teaching about tithing. And probably today is the last in the series. Probably. Those who are clapping, I don't know what it means. (laughs) Now, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 1. This morning, I'm going to share on the bad thoughts of people who don't tithe. You see, look at me, everybody. Do you know that marriage is a good thing? But there are some people who teach against marriage. Oh, yeah. The Bible says they forbid many to marry. There are some people, when you meet them, you will not like to marry. The lessons you will learn from them, you will not desire marriage. Going to school is a good thing, you know. But there are some people, when you meet them, you will not like to be in school. Yeah. Every good thing that we do, you can encounter people who will teach you against it. Even going to church. There are some people who teach against going to church. Oh, yeah. There are some people who don't find it important, necessary to go to church. And when you meet such people, they can poison you. Every good thing that the Bible teaches, there are people who stand against it. You know, I mean, if you want to earn money, the the natural way is go to school, study, get a job, get a degree, get a job, or start your business, earn your income, and buy whatever you want. But you know, some people feel that they have to take what belongs to others. (laughs) So they make themselves thieves. Thieves. 
horrible thieves, wicked thieves, who don't even mind to kill somebody for material things so that they will have what they want. And, and they are able to convince people to, 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 to become like that. People have thoughts. I think uh, Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7, it says something very interesting. We'll come back to this, our scripture in Hebrews chapter 7. Yes, that's it. Proverbs 23 verse 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. What is in your thought is you. You see, you are not what you are wearing. What you are wearing is nothing. That's why God told the prophet, man looks on the outward. Normally, many of us, when we are assessing people, we are judging people, we look at them by the outward appearance. Man looks on the outward. That's why many men like beautiful men to marry. And when you marry a beautiful woman, you have married a beautiful problem. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, the women say we like uh, men who are who are hardworking, who who have money. Yeah, yeah. You see that you have married somebody whose heart is not for you, whose heart is after material things. Yeah. And he doesn't care to share with other women. Yeah, you tell you I work hard. I've given you this agree. What is your problem? What's your problem? What's your problem? You have a car, you have a house, you can travel, you can enjoy, you have nice clothes. What's your problem? You want me? Not me. I have to do I have to do my business. His business is many things that you can't understand. <laughs> yeah. As a man thinketh. So you see, there are things you don't do and you won't do. Not because they are not good. Because of how you think. There are some people, when, they, when you give them a job eh, here, that will give them, let's say, an equivalent of maybe $500 a month. $500 a month. They won't accept it. They want to travel. Yeah. You know, $500 a month is equivalent to uh, $30,000. Is that not so? Yeah. Oh, I'm t- you see, we are shocked. Yeah. The main, there are many people, when you give them that job, their mind is that I have to sit on the plane and go somewhere. That's why I'll prosper. And, 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 and when, 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 you see, when you are like that, what if, if somebody, if the two, two people have the same opportunity, all of you get a job, $500, $500, that's $30,000 a month. You say you want to go to America. This one starts and accepts the job. In five years, this one who stayed here, he will be better off than you who went. Just five years. What, what it would take you to succeed in that place where you can earn maybe $7 an hour and you are working uh, eight hours a day. That's $56 a, uh, a day. 56 times 5 working days. Mathematicians, please help me. 56 times 5. How much? Eh? $280 a week. Every month. Times, 30, uh, times 20 working days. How much? $280. 
1,000. Uh-huh. Now, what you don't know is that 1,500 or whatever in that place. Hey! It's not, you know. The lowest and cheapest built apartment that you can stay in, you may pay 1,500 a month. Cheapest. Your transport has not come. Your, 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 your train and your bus movement has not come. Your eating has not come. Then the money, you don't get all in the first place. They, you pay tax. That's $7 an, an hour. You pay tax on it. So you won't get seven. You may get five point something. Then your cousin brothers are in the house calling you. <laughs> cousin sisters calling you. Your mother is calling you. Your father is calling you. Yeah. Yeah. Because see, there is a thought that influences your actions. Everything you do, we think about it. Even fools think. When you see somebody, you call him a fool. He's doing what his mind tells him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prayer is good. There are some people in the church. They never pray. They never come for prayer meeting. But they know prayer is good. So they want the pastor to pray for him. If you, if you believe that a pastor can pray or should pray for you for things to... Do you know that it, will, it is also powerful that you also pray? Because the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man, not the pastor, the righteous man, you, availeth much. Sometimes you can accomplish within an hour of personal prayer what your pastor will not be able to do for you. Not because he's not powerful. No. But you have to learn how to do it. You not do it. So the Bible teaches us several things. Life exposes us to many things that we have to do. Even common bathing. Some people don't find bathing comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Brushing of teeth. Oh. No, 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 no. So any good thing, there are thoughts. That people harbor in their minds against it. Yeah. Sometimes, look, everybody, eh, you have to be honest to yourself. When you look at your life and where you are, ask yourself, what decisions have brought me here? Before you think about demons. Yeah. Demons don't know what you think. For the word of God is quick and sharp, uh, is, is, is sharp uh, quick and powerful, and it is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and of the spirit and of the joints and on marrows. And it's a thought and the discerner of the thoughts is, and it's a discerner of the thoughts and intent of your heart. The only power and the only force that knows what is in your mind is God, His word. That's the only force. Yeah. It is, it is only God's word that descends what is in your mind. God knows your thoughts. Yeah. But sometimes it is what you think, you see, that you allow to govern and to guide your path. So the things you are doing, they are, they are fruits of your thought. Your lifestyle and where you are is how you have been thinking. And because God knows what 
we think and some of them are not right, his word comes to help you correct it before you start acting. But some of you, you are so stubborn that even when you hear the word of God, which is quick, which is powerful, which is sharper, which can correct your body, your soul, your spirit, and bring it into alignment with God's plan and purposes, you still will not yield. That's why some, some of you, you have problems that nobody has created. You have created, but now you are alluding the problem to devils. Yeah? The Bible says, neither give place to the devil. Satan, if you give him chance, every thief, when you give him chance, he will steal you. Well, he's, he's looking for, he's, he's, he's creating the chance himself to come and steal. How much more you give it to him? Yeah. So, your thoughts are very important. I'm talking about tithing. I can teach about many other things, but this morning, I mean, for the past three weeks or so, I'm talking about money. Tithing. Christians. I've showed you what Jesus Christ said about tithing to the New Testament church in Matthew 23-23. He rebuked the Pharisees and the the Sadducees and the scribes and told them, you have taught people to be faithful in tithing, but you have left the weightier matters of the law. Those ones, you should do them and not forget also the tithing because the two work together. You can't teach people to only prosper financially and leave them with moral bankruptcy. Leave them as wicked, selfish, and caring people. These things don't work. Rather, teach the people the values and the ethics, the things that God wants for them to become so that when they have their money, they will use it well. That's so Israel, eh? they have money, they don't give anybody they don't give aid. Though. They don't give aid. They don't, they, don't give aid. they don't help anybody. They have built Amori and Arsenal that can wipe out the whole of their enemies. Because they are surrounded by enemies. If your enemies know God and, 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 and walk in love, you will not have enemies again. That's why when Jesus was teaching, he said, love your enemies. Love them that despitefully use you. They didn't understand. They said, this guy, he is coming to abolish the law. We we are fighting forever. So you see that people receive wisdom, but they despise it. And the, the church, the New Testament church is just like that. We teach you, but you despise the wisdom. You see, I'm your pastor. There are some people, if I'm not your pastor, it's not a problem. You can find another pastor somewhere. But my desire and my prayer for you eh, is to prosper. But you see, let, let me tell you something. If, if your mind is not aligned properly, eh, what is called prosperity will be always far. It's like you are chasing a pie in the sky. I, I, there must be a, a balance. You must be godly. You must, you must be humble. You must be uh, merciful. You must believe in God's word. You must, so that when you have something, you know how to use it. We don't only talk about, uh, is it, maybe if we're fornicating and drinking and doing other things, and we are teaching and, 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 and uh, expecting God to help you to overcome them. After those things, you also have to do well so that you will prosper. Sometimes the kind of poverty you have and the lack it's what invites certain people into your life. So you are exposed. You can't help it. You know, there are some friends, and when you want food, they won't give you. When you want alcohol, they'll give you. When you want cigarette, they'll buy it for you. When you want to the when, when you want to go to the club, they will give you a dress to wear. 
Yeah, but if you say you want a dress to go to church, they won't give it to you. When you want school fees, they won't give you school fees. Yeah, when you go and impregnate somebody and say you want money to go and do abortion, they'll give you the money. Yeah, they, they fuel foolishness because you are helpless. So your environment is, is, is saturated with evil people whose lifestyle governs you and continually mislead you. But the day you become prosperous, you realize that, look, when you think well and you know what is right, you will not need anybody's negative influence. It cannot happen. Oh, yeah. Look at these Arab countries. They are prosperous. They don't take money from America, UK, Germany. These backslidden countries who are promoting lesbianism and, and homosexuality. And they, are, they have started teaching children in, in schools in Europe and America that if you are a girl, you can be, you can, you can, you can be a boy. Do you understand? Now it's like when they say gender, there's not male and female. Yeah. There is, there is, there is a, a transgender. It's like a man who is a woman or a woman who is a man. And they are teaching it in schools. And apart from that, they are letting children. You can tell your parents that you are you are a girl, but you can tell your parents that you feel like a boy, and they should call you a boy. Recently, a a, a young boy told their mother that he 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 feels like an animal. Yeah, I have the video. He feels like an animal, and 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 now so they've a dog. So now the mother was saying the mother is angry that. He cannot take the child to a vet, <laughs> veterinary. Do you understand? Because animals are taken to veterinary when they are not well. The doctor asked the child. I mean, the doctor said, "I can, I don't practice my 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 my, my uh, what uh, profession on human beings, on animals." And here, your son has been told, or you have allowed him to believe that he's an animal. And when he's sick, he, you have brought him here. A vet, yeah, that's how the world is going. And you see, let me tell you something. I'm saying that when you go to these Arab places, these people who have prospered, even though they don't believe in Jesus, eh, because of prosperity, eh, you, America cannot tell Saudi Arabia that you should accept. Qatar, when they were hosting the World Cup, they said, we don't like this, you're gay, whatever. Don't bring it here. Go and look at European football. All the captains are wearing uh, bands. LGBTQ uh, plus. Band, armbands. Christians are wearing it and showing it to them because of money. And you think that, you see, when the gospel is being given to us, it must also come with power. The ability to be financially strong is part of the gospel. And some of you, when you deny the things that God wants us to do to be powerful, you are wicked. That's why you see that Poverty now is like you we, we, look at Africa. We, our leaders, they are forcing them to accept. They don't care what you, your, your people believe in. Uganda passed a law. They've, 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 they've sanctioned them. World Bank said they won't give them money. The people have, yeah, they've risen up against them because they've taken us. They are poor. That's why they can treat them like that. And you think when the gospel is being preached, money should not be. Huh. Okay, let me read the scripture. Hebrews chapter 7. Let me show you the things. Hebrews 7, 1. Your pastor is like a president. A leader. 
who has a mandate. When you have leaders who think, that's why in, in these countries where they don't believe in Jesus, eh, it's like, look, a man cannot marry a man. A woman cannot marry a woman. Even if you, you see, just some people have those feelings. Yeah. You can have it, but hey, you can't tell all of us to accept it. And they will not allow you to bring your foolishness to, to, to pollute everybody. Are you our leaders? They don't stand for anything. But they don't have money. Anything they want to do, they have to beg. If you have to beg for things all the time, you will do the bidding of the people you are begging from. If we don't rise up and become strong, our children will go to places where they will make compromises. You, one day, you'll be surprised. Hebrews chapter 7. I think this one is even okay for the morning. Bad thoughts that you have. Let me show you something. It says, for this, Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the most high God, who met Abraham, returning from the slaughter of the kings, blessed him. Who is Melchizedek? In Genesis chapter 20 or so, that's when uh, 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 Abraham met him. Said, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first, being by interpretation king of righteousness, and after all, uh, and after that also, king of Salem, which is king of peace. The Bible is just describing, Paul is describing who Melchizedek was. He was a priest. And at that time, Abraham had been chosen by God, and the priesthood had not been established. But here was somebody. Who was a priest, king of Salem, king of peace, moving somewhere. And Abraham was also coming from defeating the kings. And he had a lot of things with him. And he divided it into uh, tents and gave one portion. That is the first time you see Genesis 20, 14, where Abraham paid tithe. Don't go there. Let's continue here. They should write it and go and read it. Verse 3. Verse 3, 7 3. He says, Without father, he describing uh, uh, Melchizedek. He, he didn't have a father. Nobody knows his father. Without mother, without descent, nobody knows where he came from, who his family people were. Having neither beginning of days nor end of life, we don't know when he died. The Bible doesn't record when Melchizedek was born, who his father was, because the Bible has genealogy of people, the history of people. And this one begat this, and this one begat this, and Noah begat this, and Noah begat from Adam. You see that the Bible traces everybody who appears, your history. So that we are not demons who have just landed. Because there are people who have just landed from spirit world. Oh, yeah. uh, some of you have been born through some things like that. I'm telling you. Having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abided the priest continually. So, he, he, he's like, the Bible is describing Melchizedek like Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The only Son of God was Jesus Christ. Remember? A priest continually. So, it's like Melchizedek's priesthood is forever. Okay, let's read on. This one. Okay, now consider how great this man was. Melchizedek. How great he was. Unto whom even the patriarch Abraham gave the tenth of the spoils. Abraham found the priest worthy of every honor. And without God, God never said anything to Abraham about giving uh, a tithe. But he was, he was stirred up in his heart and he gave a tenth of all that he had with him to the priest. 
Verse 5. And verily, they that are of the sons of Levi, who receive the office of the priesthood, have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law. Now, let me explain it to you. Abraham paid the tithe before it became a law. When Moses now received the law, one of the things that he was told that out of the tribe of Israel, Levi, the Levites should be reserved as the priestly family. And the priest should be given a, a, a 10% of all the first fruits and increase of the land. So all the other tribes work, and then they take 10% of what they have, and they give it to the Levites, the priest, as their tithe. That was the law. Yes. So that the house of God will have things to do, to share, and to give. And for they who are also not working, because the, the priests, they are not supposed to work. Yours is to serve God and to minister in the temple. And you eat from what your brothers bring. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that's how the, the, the law came. So the tithing was for the priests, the Levites. Now, so he says, and verily did out of the sons of Levi who received the commandment of the priests have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law. That is, of their brethren, though they come out of the loins of Abraham, even though they are all family. It's like, just imagine, you have seven brothers. Then one person becomes a pastor. All of you who work, give something to him at the end of the month. Let him be praying. Let him be interceding. Let him be caring for other people. Whilst you all go around and do whatever you are doing. And God will bless that family. So God lifted up the Levites out of the tribes or the children of Abraham and made them servants who were receiving tithes. Do you get what I'm teaching? You are quiet. Yeah, yeah, you are listening to it. It's going. Okay. So he says, but he whose descent is not counted from them Receive tithes of Abraham and bless him that had the promises. Now listen to it. It says Melchizedek, who was not a Levite, who couldn't nobody could describe where he had come from. He he received the tithe from Abraham. And he blessed him that had the promises. Abraham was promised by God, not the priest. Melchizedek had no hand in what Abraham was going to be. It was God. Yet still, Abraham found it worthy to give him 10% of everything that he had, which was the tithe. And the priest received it and blessed him. Even though he was not from the family of Levites. Do you understand? what? And something is going to happen. Verse 7. And without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. Let me give you another verse so that you understand this verse very well. I want to explain it, but I want to read a simpler version. So because you have read read it, uh, the less is blessed of the whatever. And uh, where is it? Hebrews seven. Eh? Let me go to mine. Do you have CEV? Common English version. If you don't have, okay. Let me read my. New century version. 7 7, Hebrews 7 7. It says, this version says that. Let me start from 6. It says, Melchizedek was not from the tribe of Levi, but he collected a tenth from Abraham, and he blessed Abraham, the man who had God's promises. 
Now, everyone knows that the more important person blesses the less important person. Everyone knows that. If you have to receive a blessing, it comes from somebody who is more important and blessed. Is that not so? Yeah. Yeah. So when he says the less is blessed of the better, this is the simplified explanation. Priests, verse 8, receive a tenth, even though they are only men who live and then die. But Melchizedek, who received a tenth from Abraham, continues living as the scripture says. We might even say that Levi, who receives a tenth, also paid it when Abraham paid Melchizedek a tenth. Now, what it, is, what it means is that when you pay the tithe, you have committed to a priesthood that lives forever. Even though the men die, they come and go. Your covenant with God through the priesthood is continually. So, even when you are not there, your children still receive the blessing. Because he, God's promises, it's not only for you. He makes promises to generations after you. So there is something he wants you to begin and teach your children so that when there is a blessing for you, it will trickle down to your children and to your children's children. Amen. Now, I'm going back to uh, something that we read earlier on. He says, I think it's in verse, uh, verse 3. Go to verse 3. Four. Verse four. Now consider this great. Consider how great this man was, and to whom even the patriarch Abraham gave the tenth of the spoils. Verse five. Yes. And verily, they that are of the sons of Levi, who receive the office of the priesthood, have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law. Now. What the scripture is saying, what Paul is saying is that anybody who is a priest, who is a pastor, anybody who stands to serve God, you are commanded to take tithes from the people. It's a command. Do you you understand? So, I am your pastor. And apart from teaching you to pray and encouraging you to learn how to pray and to study the word, one of the instructions to me is also to command you to pay tithe. It is just like, take, take a president. Do you know wh- what presidents do? Presidents, presidents are supposed to make our lives comfortable. They have to provide infrastructure for us, leaders. You see, so we look up to them. We want roads. Eh? So you see that when they are coming to power, they make promises. Have you seen this road? When, when you are passing, you see it's raining. Have you seen floods in your area? Have you seen this? They, they, they look at your problems and they tell you that they will come and help you. That's why you vote. You believe and you vote for them. Is that not what they do? Yes. What they, what they are doing is that they are exposing you to your needs and they are making promises to fulfill those things. But the question is, how is it done? Now, they don't tell you what, how they are going to do it. So when they come, then you see they come and say that we didn't know it was a problem. We didn't know it was difficult. So you see that that road that he promised he was going to do, he has been there 10 years. It will not be done. It is now even far bad than, worse than he even came to meet. Yeah. Do you know why? Because there is a commandment they don't keep. One of the commandments to leaders is that what is happening? One of the commandments to leaders 
is that they should take taxes of the people to build. So when your leader is coming, he is coming to lead all of you to contribute to governance. That's why, first of all, you have to, they have to ensure that every civilized country, they make sure that the children go to school. You will go to school by force. You will see children who are working. I've met people who are 17 years old. They've never gone to school before in this land. Yeah. Meanwhile, the public schools are supposed to be free. Is that not so? Yeah. Government schools are supposed to be free. If you don't go, nobody cares. In some countries, if a child doesn't go to school, the father or the mother will lose rights to the child and the government will take care of the child, look after the child and, and, and help the child to as far as the child will go. Because they know that that developed individual, one day he can also contribute to the development of this country by paying something. Everybody, many of you, you are here, you are complaining about your government but you don't pay tax. Your father doesn't pay tax. Your mother doesn't pay tax. So, when the president wants to do road, where is the money coming from? He will fly. A plane that he hasn't, he doesn't have. He has borrowed the plane. He has rented the plane. He's paying more on traveling. Do you understand? To go and ask for money because as he has come, there is no money. That is, that is it. They don't tell us. So you, the, in, in, in developed countries, when you, when you hear, when people are going to uh, become leaders, they talk about taxes. They don't make promises. You don't think have you, you will never hear American president campaign and say, I'm going to do a bridge, I'm going to do a road, I'm going to do a hospital. No, 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 no. They they talk about taxes. They they talk about taxes because they know that it is the taxes that give them the power to do the things that has been instituted. Do you get what I'm saying? Because there is a vision. The vision is that every, every citizen, let me tell you something. Some time ago, I preached here. Somebody listened to the message and sent me a WhatsApp. I was talking about a sister who bought land in Australia and she was about to build. And before she built a, a, a Ghanaian, I mean, somebody who is working in Australia and she's prospered and she wants to build, not buy her own house. Young girl. And where she bought the land, before she bought the land and they approved of the sale and gave her title, they, she had to wait for the state to finish everything before she starts building. Now, what they did roads, drainage. They provided, it's a large community, so they provided a hospital, they provided school, they provided a mall, they provided a playground, they provided pharmacy. It's like basic things. Water, electricity, standard. Everything. So, you just go and you start. And even when you are building, the way you build is different. You don't make rubbish around. You can't come and put sand in the middle of the road. You, because of only you, you are building. You have blocked the road for us not to pass. It's like the government has thought about you before. And how do they do they, they tax people who are working and make sure that these things are done so that anywhere human beings go and live, you will see that development is there. That's why you go to some places, you will not see dust. You will see road. You can walk. Your shoe will not be dirty. But here, you have to have two shoes. One for walking, 
and one for arrival. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because see, your leaders don't tell you about taxation. They don't tell you that. You need to get a job. You need to get uh, an income. And then I will tax you this to, to do your role, to do this, to do this. We don't understand it. And all of us want to travel out. And many people, you, doctors are going. Lawyers are going. People are trained in schools. They finish. They want to travel. And go and develop another country. And pay taxes there. We will remain poor. So, so let me tell you something. So I am your pastor. I am here to ensure that you do well. And I can't sit here and look at you and not tax you to give and to support. Because you see, we are in the kingdom of God. And in the things of God, it's different. What God tells the priest, let the people do. When the people believe it, they do it. That's why, you see, there are countries where people go to jail because they don't pay tax. Because it, it doesn't matter. There is, if like go and read about prominent people who have defaulted in tax and have gone to jail. There's a woman, she's called Martha Stewart. Go and Google her. Very rich, prosperous woman. She had television shows. She was not paying tax. She went to jail. Wesley Snipes, an actor, went to jail. Many people. And, and sometimes, when they also see that you have not paid for some time, they give you penalty. Every month that you didn't pay, plus 25% or so. Is it 25%? Yeah. Because it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. That if you don't pay your tithe, when you are redeeming it, you have to pay. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you see how the church, you see, and some of you have sat in the church for years. You have not committed to the church in tithes. You have a job. Don't. Tithe is different from, if you, you look, you see, as it is raining, some places are leaking. We have tried we have done nice ceiling. We have changed the whole roofing. But human beings who don't know how to work. Still. Yeah. You can come and say, look, Bishop, you know something. I want to change the whole thing again and do it. Yes, I'll be happy. But if you don't pay your tithe, there is a difference. You see, I don't relate with you in the church because you pay tithe or you don't pay tithe. No. But God has a relationship with you. And that relationship is a covenant relationship. And there are things God will look at that me, I will take for granted. Because you see, there is something that must come into your life that I have no hand in. There is something you must receive that I have no hand and power to release for you. It is only God. So when you obey the instructions and you do it, it is you. And for your home and your children. It's not for me. Yeah. That's why I have people around me who don't pay tithe. I won't sack you from the church. I will, it, it doesn't occur to me. That's not why I'm here. But it, it deprives you of something. A godly presence in your finances and a blessing in your generation to come. Because you see, it is God's word. Yeah. You say you believe in God. You, you, don't, you see, many of you don't believe. When I look at some of you, and there are people who have not paid tithe the whole year. We are in August. Is it August? So seven months, at least July. 
up to July, seven months, the whole year, and you go into 2022, you see the same. And some of them, too, they pay once the whole year. I don't know whether they are cattle farmers or whatever. No, you see, it is, it is, it is, <laughs> I, I, let me tell you, I have no hand in what God has to do for you. Abraham, the Bible says, Abraham who received the promise, oh, found it worthy to still give to this priest. And the priest blessed him. And if God has a promise for you, eh, you may not know that it is connected to your ability to even be faithful with money, with material things. Hey, you want great things and you can't give little. Oh, no, no. Pause here. Pause here. Are you quiet or you are happy? My time is up. My time is up. Why do people have bad thoughts and not pay tight? Number one, I earn too little to pay tight. I earn too little. Look, money, dear, <laughs> nobody's money is enough. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's money is enough. That many of us here, and I'm looking at you in the church, and I know some of you, eh, if, 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 if there are some people that cannot pay school fees, cannot pay rent, when they are even sick, they can't go to hospital to go and pay consultation for a doctor before they give you prescription. Do you understand? So they will go to the pharmacy shop. My head. Then the pharmacist to there, oh, your head, oh, paracetamol. Oh. Then you have taken paracetamol two weeks. Then from your head, now your shoulder. Then, your, then by the time, because you see, money no day. So, so, so it's difficult to, 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 to give out naturally. But you see, your faithfulness should not only show when you have. Faithfulness is a character trait. When you don't even have, you are faithful. That's why there are some people, eh, they are faithful. If, you, if they see your money here, and they haven't eaten since morning. They won't take it. They will take it and look for the person. But there are some people, when they see the money, it's like, God don't answer me now. God, you know, you know. You have blessed me. You even come and share testimony that you, you are walking on the road, and then you saw some money on the ground. One day, look, one day there was a guy in church. He was coming to give a testimony. And that's why we like to know people's testimonies. <laughs> He came happy, came to stand in front of the church. Go, praise the Lord. And the church too said, hallelujah. Said one day he was going home. He didn't have anything on him. He was just thinking. And then he saw, he saw some envelope on the ground. When he opened it, $300 and some CDs said, oh, this one, it can only be God. I mean, you see, I was sitting there. I said, no. You can't, this one cannot be a, a testimony. No. Somebody's money is missing. That's what it means. Somebody's money is missing. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was coming from Ghana recently. I had some money on me. By the time I got down at the airport and went to check in, I, I realized that the money is lost in an envelope. I'm telling you, and it's not small money. Now, if somebody finds the money, if somebody finds the money and his testimony is that God has, I mean, is, is that God took my money to bless you when I'm crying that my money is lost? You, you are happy sharing testimony. Eh? Yeah. Because you see, we, we always have need. And you must learn. Don't say, I don't have money, so I can't give. No. You know, good people, eh? They always don't have much, but they even give their little. There are some people who are very rich. Hey. You haven't seen wickedness before. Man, money, when you have money, it doesn't make you kind. Kindness and, and faithfulness is a character you must acquire. Before you even have a lot. Because there are some people, they can have money and they are wicked. Oh yeah. Don't say that I earn too little. Do you know when Israel left uh, Egypt, they, they didn't have anything. Only the clothes they were wearing and shoes. And God made them borrow from the Egyptians, gold, diamond, all these precious things. And they had crossed into the wilderness. They were almost 40 years. A journey of 40 days. Hustling. Nobody has land. Nobody has built a house. There was no school for their children. There was no hospital. No restaurant. Eh? No playground. Nothing. Not even a church for them to say they are going to. They are living in the bush. And they get food in the morning from heaven. Eh? Quails and manna. God is feeding them supernaturally. And we're even tired. And in their poverty and in their misery, God said to them, to Moses, go to everyone that is of a willing heart and take of them. The, the tithing and the, and, the, and the offering and the giving was instituted when they had nothing. God did not wait for them to prosper before he brought them the law. When they had nothing, they were given the law. And it is their obedience, even when they didn't have, that has made them great. You see, let me tell you, church, if, if we sit here and we say to ourselves that we don't have, those of you don't have, let me show you what you do use your money for. You Some of you, eh, you are very materialistic, even though you don't have. You spend on yourself more than rich people. If you, if you are earning 3,000, some of you, what you use your, your money for, the food and the, uh, your stomach is important and your body is important. You, you shine your hair, shine your face, shine your lips, shine your body, you know, do all these things. And when we do look at percentages, you spend more than somebody who is rich. You see, if somebody has one million dollars and the person goes to Banjul and buy the same cloth that you are also buying, you see, sometimes when you go for a wedding, you know poor people, you know rich people. You see the poor people, they have even dressed more than the rich people. Yeah. Simplicity. I mean, oh, we know it. It means, you see, it is your heart. Where your heart is. You don't find it worthy. 
to give to the things of God, but you find it worthy to consume on yourself. And that's one of the traits of people who are poor. Everything they have, they eat. Yeah. When you finish, you want prayer for prosperity. If any pastor prays for you to be prosperous, I'm telling you, and he doesn't take, this is the, the commandment to the priest, take of them tithes. The Bible, I didn't write it. Don't be offended. Don't think that, you see, somebody says that, that we are teaching these things to take your money. Keep the money. You don't believe it. It's a thought you have. Any good thing that you talk about. Some people don't like it even when we encourage young people to marry. Do you know that? Some people accuse us. You people, you are encouraging people to marry when they are young. Eh? Then you see that when they don't marry when they are young, the things that happen in the church. The children are watching pornography because when you are young, your body, the heat is too much. When you see bottles on, you are watching. Follow. You start having imaginations. When you see a woman, then you start, you do a picture of how the breast will look like. Oh, yeah. It's youthful exuberance. Yeah. Yeah. Energy. You can watch pornography. Boys can watch from morning to evening. Yeah. yeah. And the girls, too. Yeah. When you are old, you do these things, ho. Even your phone, to, to even watch the phone, it's even a problem. So, anything that is good, there are people who counter it. And they are evil thoughts, and you must overcome it. So, when, when it comes to giving in the church, there are people who don't support it. Are you happy in the church? Matthew chapter 25, verse 24. Where's your Bible? Where's your phone? You don't have a Bible on your phone. Yes. Open it. Uh-huh. Matthew 25 verse 24. This is the problem of the talents. God gave, Jesus explained if a man who was traveling and he gave talents, five, two, and one. And then the one who got one, he says, Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. Yes. Verse 25. 25. Then I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, thou hast that is thine. It's like when your mind is that what I have is little. I can't do anything with it. You remain poor. That is one of the problems with people who don't believe in giving. Because they feel that it is small. It is small. It is small. I have never been afraid of giving tithe. Because I've had little before and I've been faithful with little. When you give, I mean, I've had testimonies of people who look at their tithes and they are amazed that we are able to pay this. Yes. When your mind is that, as for me, we, we, we have little, we don't have anything. You see that it's, it's like you have confined yourself to a perpetual state of not being a giver. Abraham, by the time he met Melchizedek, what he had was not even what God had given him. That, that was not the end. He had not reached the promise of God. He was so faithful that he was able to give tenth. 
And he continued with it. And Isaac and Jacob also continued with that tradition even after their fathers had gone. Yeah. And, and they became prosperous. That's why today's like the easiest thing for a Jew is to tithe. It is like hair. And they give millions. That's why they are different. It starts with little. If today you have thousand and you can't, is it, what is 10%? It's one over 10. Is that not so? You have a thousand, you can't give 100. Some of you, if you have a thousand, you buy credit 300. You won't, you won't, it will, you won't have running stomach. You buy airtime and bundle 300 dollars. Yeah, for one week, eh? Hmm? You have thousand. You go and buy pizza. How much is pizza? Four fifty. Four hundred. Even the small one. Hey, small one is four hundred. Oh, you buy it and buy coke. Yeah. Yeah. You you will not. But no, so so listen. Why is it difficult to give a hundred to God? You see, it, it is not because you have little, it is because of the thoughts. Giving, giving is not the problem. Your problem is your thinking. It's your thinking. Sometimes you see children eh, who are wicked. Hey, sometimes your parents don't have money, and you, you have gone somewhere, somebody has given you money, and you have more money than your mother. Then you are moving and spending the money. Meanwhile, when your mother has that money, one month, all of you will eat. By you, three days, the money has finished. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, you see, it's a thought. You don't understand. It's a principle. We, when we teach you how to give, it doesn't only make you spiritual. It makes you fruitful. You see, one brother, one day he came to me and said, Bishop, you see, this thing, tight, eh? I believe, but I said, he said, look, I used to have girls that I give money to. When I started paying tight, I, I realized that if a, if a girl ask me for money, the first thing that comes to mind is, I'm going to give it to God because you, when I give you the money, you know they even believe me. Yeah, he was saying it raw like that. You are giving money to impress women. There are many guys eh, who spend on women 10 times more than if they have to be faithful with God with only one out of 10. What's the time? We are finished. Number two, I earn too much to pay tight. You see? <laughs> Strongholds, eh? They exist in people who are enlightened and people who are not enlightened. Yeah. I have too much. I can't give. I remember a church member who told another person in the church I went to visit him. I had not seen him for some time. When I left, he told another person, they've come to visit us because we have not been paying our tithe. And you know why he was speaking that way? Yes, because there was a time he didn't have. And when he didn't have, I used to tell him, 
Charlie, be faithful even with the little. Because a day is going to come, you have a lot. You see that you have money. And if you don't learn to give now, when you have, you won't be able to give. He said, oh, we believe, I will give, I will give. Then, he was giving the small, small. Then he got a job. And I remember, after about a year and a half or something, he came to tell me they've increased his salary. Hey! I was happy for him. But that was the end of his commitment to the church. And my following up and visit was not about money. It was about him not coming to church. And I remember when I went, I was reminding him, you, you remember what I used to say to you? As for faithfulness, you have to learn it all when you don't have. Because the day you have, you see that it becomes, because now I feel that you have friends, you have a lifestyle, this one is going to play tennis in the morning, this one is inviting you here, this kind of things. So, you know, you are in a certain circle. Where Sunday morning unbelievers gather and eat and drink and talk about business and plan for the week. And his mind was that. It's like, it's like now he, has, he, he can't imagine paying tight because the money is too much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You see, when you meet a man who can buy you even an earring, eh? Because he said he doesn't have money. Okay. He's waiting to get money. You think when he gets money, he will buy you what? He will buy you what? <laughs> you, you, you have some sisters suffer in marriages. Because see, the guy doesn't understand. Oh, yeah. Some people, giving is a problem because of the mind they have. And when they don't have money, they cannot understand why they should give. So when they, when they also become prosperous, they can't understand it, why they should give. It, it, even, it even becomes more difficult. Yeah. Are you here? First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 14. First Chronicles 29. But who am I? And what is my people? That we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort. For all things come of thee. And of thy own have we given thee. Listen to this. Read on. Verse 15. For we are strangers before thee. And sojourners. As were all our fathers, our days on the earth are as shadow, and there is none abiding. Now, this is a mind of somebody who knows that God has blessed me, and what I have, it is God who gave it to me. And I'm not going to be here forever. And if I keep it, it won't take me anyway. My fathers have come, they have gone. Whatever they left us, it has, it, whatever they had, they've left it. We to whatever we have, we will leave it. But the blessing we have is because they, they gave to God and it became a blessing to us when we, they were not there. And we also understand that what we have, if we give back to God, we will also give to our children a blessing. Amen. But you see, some people don't have that mind. 
So when they prosper, it's like now, hey, you see, he has bought a, a, a TV calf. <laughs> yeah. You've bought a TV that you can't even watch. Yeah. You've bought a fridge. When you open the fridge, you are just happy to open the fridge. Double deck as a huge fridge. Yeah. Yeah. You forget. You forget. One of our weaknesses as human beings eh, is to be selfish. Think only about it ourselves. Yeah. For who am I? Who am I? That and what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? People don't give. You see, when you take a church, eh? you see, if I tell you something, about only 30% of church members give tithe. And the people who are very consistent are people who, are, who don't have much. The people who have much and are above a certain level, they don't pay tithe. They will rather say, oh, when you are doing something, they will support. That's how they are. But the church, when, how many times do we do something for you to support? The church is run daily and consistently. And the only thing is the little that everybody gives. That's what makes us great. It's not the big. So sometimes when you're under the impression that, oh, I've given big. One brother used to say, I pay my tithe once a year. Then I asked him, how much? When I saw the tithe, I asked him, how much do you earn? He works and earns dollars and, and local currency. And he pays only, I won't even mention that. He, he pays only a certain amount at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Which is, which is money that... <laughs> if it gets missing, he won't even cry. Yeah. You know, there are some money when it is, when it is missing from your side, you won't, it won't be a problem. But there are some monies when it gets missing. The police people will come inside. <laughs> Family elders will come inside. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm telling you. And, and he said, that's what he's giving to God as his tithe for the whole year. No. And his mind is that, oh, I give, I support this. The people who sustain are the little ones. And look, everybody, let me tell you something. Those of you who are here, who have a mind that I don't have money, be faithful now. One day, you will see that your, your ability to be faithful, if it is a thousand, you give hundred. The day you get one million, you will see that by the grace of God, you can give hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, compare hundred to hundred thousand. And if you have one million eh, dollars and you are able to give hundred thousand dollars, how much is left? Nine hundred thousand. Do you know what nine hundred thousand is? It is still more than nine hundred when you were giving a hundred out of a thousand. And the favor continues. So don't, don't change. Faithfulness is, 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 it means consistency. Look, I'm telling you, sisters, any man in your life who doesn't have a covenant with God, you will see that their lives, there's distortion in their lives. They are unfaithful. When, you see, when you are not faithful with mammon, you are also unfaithful with true things. They are liars. They are dishonest. I'm telling you. Yeah, they are some way. When they don't have to lie, they are lying. 
Yeah. Because they are always hiding. You have worked all your years. Young people, you can't, today, you can't pay, if you are earning 5000 a month, you can't pay $500. That wig that you have bought, 3000 on your hair. It is, it is making demons follow you. Foolish boys are following you because of that wig. You have gone to buy uh, 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 more earrings and pierce your ears and extended your riches in your ears. When Bojan says that you are looking sexy, you don't understand it. Hmm? Hey, we should go home. The rain has stopped. Number three. I like this one. This one. He says, I'm not a fool. I will, not, I will never pay tight. Oh, yeah. It's a thought. I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool. I should go and work and come and give my money to the pastors. They should also go and work. When they get up, they are talking big, 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 big. When they finish, they want to ask us for money. I'm not a fool. But you see, when they want to marry, pastor, we need counseling. <laughs> when their wives are giving them problems, pastor, talk to her. When there is a problem, pastor, pray for my children. When they have problem at the workplace, they don't say, I'm not a fool. He said, Pastor, please, this is what is going on. Can you help me? Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes to money, <laughs> you are wise. You are wise. You are wise. There are some people who will submit to a pastor because they want to marry. And when they get the marriage, nothing the pastor says means anything. Yeah. You are not a fool. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Meditate on this. You see, sit down and ask yourself, how does God covenant with people and bless them? No, you ask yourself. Don't, don't listen to any pastor. Call us fools, but listen to God and ask yourself questions and you will see where God will lead you to and what he will tell you. There's a guy who got a job. And he said to me, he said, his boss, eh, the, 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 it's a family business. And the, 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 the boss has a brother. The two of them have inherited, I mean, mega business. Where they control millions of dollars. The business is not a simple business. And this guy was a lawyer. He was, he was, a, he was, he was a lawyer. He was an investment consultant. Uh, many, many things. Very smart guy. So he became like, it's like when they are doing investment and things, he's the main, and he saw the movement of money, the things, I mean, the levels. Hey. 
He said, look, some people have money. They don't even know what to do. It's like, there are some people, their problem is not money. Their problem is other things. Then he said, when I met these guys, I realized that if I was not afraid of God, I would stop paying tight. He said, the people, they have money too much. And there's no respect for the church and pastors. Because they have a business, they sell cars, and they say that the pastors buy the expensive cars. They they don't understand. So they are thieves. They have real estate, and pastors buy real estate. So as for them, uh, these people, we don't believe in these people. We don't don't believe in these people. These people are crooks. These people are thieves. He realized that they had had believed in, you see, they had allowed these things to go into themselves so much that there was some hatred and evil. And he said, he he realized something. He said, all of them have not been able to marry. They have baby mamas. They have girls that they've given birth with. They buy houses for the girls, give them cars, and then it's like, that's it. Yeah. And they change girls, women. Whatsoever things. You see, let me tell you something. There are some things when you do your, with your money, eh, God takes away certain things from your life with strength. Do you, do you think that, ask yourself, as you are sitting here, do you think that God is making you prosperous to go around and be impregnating girls? You see people who sometimes make a lot of money, then even their wives, they don't look after them. They, they have girlfriends who live luxuriously. Yeah. 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 Wicked. Then their children are suffering. And they don't care. They are looking at other people's children. One guy, he told me, he said, he said, one day his mother stood up and, and spoke. He said that was the time he realized that his father will never prosper. Because because the, yeah, and the father was very rich. And he died. As a rich man, but when he died, the case, he said, My father looked after his sister's children, took them to schools in US, expensive universities, paid, and didn't mind them. And it was because he, there was a thought. They, they, they say that, they say that the, 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 your sister's children are your children. But your wife's children can be somebody's children. Do you understand? Yeah. So, so, so you see a, a man who has money, he's not looking after his own children because it could be that the, 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 the children who, who call him daddy, they belong to somebody else, not, not his blood. But as for your sister's children, dear. Are you shocked? It's a thought, you see, and it's, it's, it's a stronghold that some people have. So they look after their nephews and nieces. And some of them, when they die, they, in Ghana, there used to be a, a tribe. When they die, the father gives his will to nephews and nieces. And, and our former president, Rollins, came to stop it. If I do it, it's called the law of interstate succession. If you die and you give your things to other people, your state will take it for your wife and your children. Wickedness. 
Because see, there are evil thoughts that people have. Can you imagine your father is rich and he doesn't look after you? Can you imagine you are rich in the church? Some of you, you have more money than people, some people in the church. But you don't care. There's nothing in the, in the church that moves you. There's nothing that, there's, there's, there's nothing that compels you to support. You can sit here. Some people have never worked before. I see if I take my tight card, uh, uh, tight record, students who are paying $100 a month, every month. Students who? Then you, you are working. You are working, no. Students who don't earn income. They are paying 100 200 every month. They have not failed. Then you are working. You have not, you have not, uh, your salary has not been reduced. You have been paid every month. But one year, you have never paid tithe. You are like the father who doesn't care about his children. But you see, when you are marrying and I tell you I won't come, you will curse me. Yeah, you will say every evil thing. If I say I don't have time to even counsel you, which you won't listen. Yeah, you will yeah. It's like, you, see, you are not a fool. You, won't, you, you, you don't give your money to the church. But, but, but when it comes to something, hey, the pastor must be there. Yes, I must be there for you, but I must also be there to help you do the right thing. If you don't know, eh, your money is connected to your prosperity. Your, and prosperity is not about money. It's about your peace. Some of you, where you have been given to reprobate minds. Some people are in your life. Eh, they will destroy you. You think you have pleasure. Because they are not godly. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law, and in the law that he meditate day and night. His whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. His leaves shall not wither. Yeah. Yeah. Blessed. Think about it. A wicked. You see husbands who have money, then girlfriends, a girlfriend will call him and doesn't respect him. Oh. So where are you? <laughs> me, me, that money that you promised, I'm waiting for you to. Then this guy will get up in the middle of the night. I'm coming. There's some emergency I have to meet. He's even lying to go out. And he's in a hurry. Then his wife is asking for my, my, uh, books for the children. Then he will insult the woman and insult the whole family. I'm not a fool. My money is not for my wife. Your money is not for your wife. It is for somebody. Yeah. And the person will show you. Some of you are wicked church members. I'm telling you. Do you know why? Let me tell you something. Me, eh, I'm your pastor. When you have a problem, it is not because you give money, you don't give money. My calling is to love you unconditionally. And I will stand with you in shame and in fame. In misery and in happiness. I, will st- I won't use, I don't use money to assess my relationship. I don't think about, I don't, that doesn't even occur to me. It's not, yeah. But you see, when there are things that I have to do and I can't do it because I need money and you don't care and other people who don't have what you have are supporting. You see, it, to you, eh, 
whatever I do to help you is a curse. Yeah. I'm telling you. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. It's like Michael Jackson. He prospered. His father brought him up. He became rich. He never, it's like he was wicked towards his father. Meanwhile, he was going around the world, saving the world. Heal the world. Make it a better place for you and for... He couldn't heal his relationship with his father. Anytime he's asked about his father, he talks about it with pain. Doesn't give. So the father benefits from the other children, but not the son. Look at him. Look at him. His days were cut short. He was amongst the children, the most prosperous, but the most miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. When you sit here, me, if you listen to me, something will change in your life. At least, if you are wise. There are people who draw close to me and, and, and it's like, th- there's something that will rob off you and I don't demand anything. But I will teach you what to do. It is up to you not to do it and to believe it and to take it and to throw it away. Yeah. I, I'm not, Bible says that judge no man so that you are judged of no man. I'm not the one to stand and say this about you but ask yourself critical questions. You say you belong. You belong. How do you belong? How do you belong? Many years ago, I, I had a, 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 a friend who was a minister, I mean a Presbyterian church. And I remember, I don't know what even led to that question. And he was telling me that in the Presbyterian church, it's like the, the men's fellowship, they are a very strong force. You see, very united and they support the church. It's like over the years, the, the, the church is financed by these people. Prosperous people, educated people. I mean, they have, they've held the church. And one of the things that they hold to amongst themselves is that any member who, is, who doesn't support the church financially, the church will also not be there. So when you die, they won't bury you. The pastor will not come to your funeral to come and officiate. Yeah. It's like the members decided that this is how we have to govern the church. So that tomorrow we can leave the church for our children. Uh, when we have money and we are using it, because they use the older people going to politics, they give politicians money, they use it for girlfriends, side chicks, all these kinds of lifestyle. And we can't do it for the church. It, it is not politicians who will save the future. It is not a uh, 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 pleasure that will bring your children peace. It is the kingdom of God. So they believe that when they give their tithe every month, so they, they, they record the tithing and they use it to assess their members, not the pastor. Yeah, that's what happens. Because they have believed that the church, eh, it's, it's not about we are all members. No, if you are a member, commit your money to it. Because they see, they see people who are into associations. You see Nigeria Association, they are contributing monthly. When something happens, you don't contribute. You see that, oh yeah. Somebody go, go sit somewhere. They're not going to mind you, no be so. Huh? But you see, you are in the church. You, you are not in well. I'm not in well. I don't like saying these things. Though. Yeah. Ha! 
I think it's enough. Three is enough. Or you want more? It's enough, it's enough. If you don't understand what I've said, then you won't understand the rest. It's enough. Yeah. I'm not a fool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fool. I have a friend. Recently, I heard he's supporting healing Jesus. This guy, I went to visit him with Bishop Eddie. Prospered. We were inviting him to church. I know go come to your church. I know go eat. We were doing, a, I think it was a dinner or something, and we were inviting corporate business people and things. And I took Bishop Eddie to his office because he's my friend, prosperous guy. He's into real estate. As Bishop Eddie was talking to him, I mean, he was not interested in church. I said, Bishop, he used to be my... That, that, see, see, like, if I had not changed me, that's how I would have been behaving. Yeah. Then he said, I'm selling houses, so you can take this one and watch and see the one you are interested in. His business. So, so Bishop said, we are not interested in houses. We want to invite you to your church, uh, to our church for a dinner. Oh, I don't go come your dinner. I don't go eat your food. And Bishop said, Okay, let me invite some of your people. If you won't come, oh yeah, they are there. Give it to them. Oh, I felt my own friend. I felt something. I, I, I mean, Bishop Eddie has been using it to preach. If you hear him, I really felt some way. Pride. A Bishop Eddie has come. It's not your money. He's not interested in your money. It's your soul. I kept sending him messages. He told me, look, your father's land, sell it to me. I can do this. I'll give you this. That's this guy, big talk. Hey! He didn't know. I used to tell him, one day, I heard some stories. Hey! So, I asked one of our friends, I, I, I noticed that he had changed his numbers. When I send him messages, it doesn't go. So I asked one of his friends. I so when I communicated with him, he was in UK. He said, Charlie, the issues are plenty. But you know, he went through things. And you know what has happened to him today? He is one of the financiers of healing Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You see, sometimes eh, some people, listen, listen to me. Some of you, eh, you may not go through some things to even have a change of hearts. You, you walk in deception, uh, by the time you realize you have, it's like you've lost it. He's not in the church, oh, but he's supporting healing Jesus. Monthly. And what he gives is good. Yeah. We are not interested in your money. Because you see, some of you can have money. Some, as some of you even have money. Some of you, you see, you have money. If today you have two hundred dollars, it getting missing. You even know that two hundred dollars is missing. You see, meanwhile, somebody, the two hundred dollars here. If even ten dollars disappears, hey, you go no. I'm telling you, you go no. I, I remember many years ago, I was at work at the filling station, and then I saw. 
a, a, a van had stopped in front of the filling station for people to get down. Then some young guy beat Charlie. There was a gutter. He was bending down to, it's like, ah, what is this guy? Ah, people were around. So I just went, what is it? Oh. They gave him change. 50 uh, pesos. How much is that in Dallas? Eh? Five, five dollars. Okay. Okay, let, yeah, five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Five dollars. But it, it was a coin. When the, when, the, when the apprentice gave him the coin and he was putting it in his pocket, it fell down and the thing rolled into the gutter. Five, five dollars. I'll go take them. And the gutter too is there's water, there's dirt. I mean, how do you look for a coin? So he has put some stick inside and he's. And the thing too is smell you. So I said, no, brother, please. And I gave, I think I gave him five CDs or ten CDs, something. He, he was shocked. He, I mean, he couldn't, you see, oh. Because see, that, that money, eh, if somebody takes it, I don't even see it too. You, you, you see what, what it is. But for somebody, five dollars, the world go here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are levels. That's why learn even when there's little to be faithful. Some of you should change. You look at me, you are happy, you know, you say this is your church. No, it's not your church. As long as you are not committed financially. Yeah. Recently, in Ghana, there's a political party that are going to elect a presidential candidate. One of my friends, he's uh, uh, one of the treasurers, national treasurers. When I went to Ghana, we were chatting. He said, oh, they are coming to do their distance cry and things. So, you know, Charlie, a lot of, mm, okay. Me, I'm interested in their politics. And I said, as you are making the money, remember God, though. Then he said, you know, that thing is true. Because, Charlie, even the party, eh, it's like, look, the people are going to vote. If you don't pay dues, they, they have elected some people as special delegates to vote. But if you don't pay dues, you don't qualify. So your ability to, 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 to vote as somebody in good, uh, what, what, do you, what do you say, good standing, is tied to your consistent dues you pay a month. And the dues is something small. He says some people, hey, yeah. Even, even see, every institution eh, is built by contributions from all its members. That's what makes people great. In the developed countries, you see members who are party members, they give dues monthly. That's why they have a lot of money to run campaigns. Africa, they don't. The giving culture, you see people are in political parties, they want the politicians to give them money and give them t-shirts. You will never go and see uh, people supporting football teams. The club doesn't give you t-shirts and give you free tickets. You are the one who buys your ticket for the season and get discounts. And then your discount can qualify you to buy memorabilia, t-shirts, and what other things that you want. Yeah. I'm telling you. And they spend a lot of money to support these clubs. That's why they can pay players 100,000 pounds a week. $800,000 a week. One player. Because people are contributing. 
But you see, their church, the wickedness and the selfishness doesn't make people feel that. You see, when you have, if everybody even gives hundred dollars a month, it is a blessing. And some of you, your your, your salary is such that if you are giving one over ten, it is not hundred. It, it will be more than that. One over ten, but you can't, and you will not. Stand to your feet. Let's go home. <laughs> I don't want to say anything again. Are you happy you've heard what I've said? Blessed is he that is not offended in me. As for the truth, we'll say it. And those of you who believe, believe it. And obey. And one day you have testimonies. Testimonies that will abound to even your children. Well, see, you see, you can be happy today, then you realize that, no, your children are in a different category altogether. You have to do this, you have to do this. You have to, it's not by might, not by power. Sometimes when you leave money, you have not left a blessing. It is better to leave a blessing with money. And the blessing comes through obedience. Sometimes the things that you do for God, it's mysterious. How God preserves your work and your labor. If you go go and read it, you see their points are many. Points are many. Points are many. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands. Ask for God's mercy. If you see, if, if you know, you don't, you, you don't, you don't, you have not believed, and, and 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 you don't pay, and you have excuses and thoughts. It is not because you don't have money. Anybody here cannot say I don't have money. The fact that students are paying and you are working, you don't pay. You see students sometimes whose lifestyles are, 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 I mean, they, they spend and they are even more lavish than their parents. What they have and what they spend. Their parents, when they have it, they don't spend like that. Discipline. It starts from now. Some of you, if you want to see how you will be poor, look at how you spend money. You will see. Yeah. Poor people spend. When they have now, they eat it. When they have now, they eat it. So there's nothing like long term. They don't plan. Whatever they have, they will eat. And they will look for somebody to help. Eh, I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have that. No. No. Trust God with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And let him direct your paths. Lift up your hands wherever you are right now. Pray to the Lord to help you. Yes. Pray. Pray to God. There is a blessing in walking in obedience. There are testimonies of God's glory and provision. If today you believe that God can make you great and increase you, ask yourself, how faithful are you now with what he has given you? But as for me, who am I? Who am I? Ask yourself today, with the little that you have, how faithful have you been? And you think with this character, God will entrust you with much because he that is faithful with little, the same shall be faithful with much. But you haven't passed that test of being faithful with little. How do you expect much to be given to you? How? 
How? How? How? There is no gratitude. And there is no understanding. And there is no heart. The giver has life more than the receiver. And what life have you? What life have you? Lift up your hands. Thank you. Speak to him. Let him help you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Deliver us, O God, from all these thoughts that plague our minds, that stand in the way of obedience. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Deliver us, Lord. Oh, yes. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Help us. Help us. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Thank you. Never again, Lord. Will I walk in denial of your commandments? Help me. Help us. We give you glory. And we thank you. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Every eye closed. We believe you are blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow the Macarius Church, The Gambia, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. God richly bless you.